What's going on, you regulars? Welcome back on another Thursday. It's your boy, Bobby. And it's Sarah. So, Bobby, you had a pretty wild weekend, didn't you? I did. I did. A little <laughs> bit of a wild weekend. I had a little too much to drink on, what was it, Friday night? I realized I didn't have work on Saturday, and I was like, well, we'll go out to dinner, have some drinks, and then that led to tequila shots. Oh. I don't, I don't take shots to begin with. I had apparently I had four tequila shots, went back to my buddy's house, puked in his neighbor's bushes, got a ride home. Don't really remember the ride home. Puked in my sleep. Well, I like woke up and then puked. Yeah. And then um yeah, puked then and then woke up the next morning, chugged a water bottle and some Advil, went back to sleep, got up, chugged another water bottle, got in the shower, and then just puked everywhere in the shower and then was like, "All right, well, I guess it's time to just die." and um this is pretty much it and yeah i i I died for the majority of the weekend it was pretty good well tequila is just bad news in general i either fight people or i'm completely naked there's no in between those are like the polar opposites of like just any type of energy you know what i mean like but that's what tequila does to you i don't think i get naked with tequila yeah actually yeah i do (laughs) yeah but you were like drunk messaging and did you hit up some girls while you were drunk too uh i honestly so like when i get fucked up like that i just don't even look at my text messages afterwards because i'm just like whatever i said i just kind of want to forget that it even happened so i just i maybe maybe i did message someone if i did it obviously didn't fucking work because i'm not talking (laughs) to anybody so um yeah so it was uh it wasn't that eventful well i mean it was eventful but i don't really remember a lot of it so apparently i was funny my friends were like dude the car ride home was fucking hilarious i could guess i have no idea what happened so what about you you're boring so you probably didn't do anything (laughs) well i mean i have no friends right so you have three three friends three yeah including your boyfriend did you break up again this weekend Um, I plead the fifth. Okay. Yes, so actually we did. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So uh, we broke up maybe a couple times, but one of the times I kicked him out. Okay. And so you broke up a couple times in a two-day weekend. Let's call it three. Okay, fair so, enough. So, um, as I roll my eyes, <laughs> the last time we broke up, I packed up all of his shit in some garbage bags, and I was like, "You need to get the fuck out of my house." And so then I put them outside. And then we both got a little emotional, and I was like, can I just get one last hug? And then then he felt his wiener (laughs) on your leg growing. Yo, he was wearing gray sweatpants. like The gray sweatpants. They strike back. They do. They have a hold on me. Anyway, so I actually ended up telling my parents that he lives with me and my brother. And And I was so nervous to do that because, like, we've only been dating, what, two months? Yeah, how'd that go? They're like, okay, have fun, love you. <laughs> I was like, like do you, you guys don't do you, care about me. <laughs> they don't fucking get like, this guy's a serial killer and he's living with me. And they're like, oh, that's great. Like, make sure you do a good job. My brother, because I told my brother first, and I was like, I'm, I'm nervous to tell mom and dad. And he's like, Sarah, there's nothing that will shock them. Yeah, after the <laughs> dumb shit that you've done, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was so nervous for nothing. So that's yeah, ridiculous. that was my weekend. Well, sounds eventful. um so before we dive into what we're gonna get into today i do have to give a shout out to our buddy aj um in the group 
I can't believe it took me this long to give this kid a shout out because he has literally helped us with all of our equipment issues. And then also to my buddy, Mike did help out, um, as well, because without these, without Ant or AJ and, and these, and Mike, we would never have been able to figure out what the fuck we were doing. We still don't really even know what the fuck we're doing, but, um, yeah, I can't, I can't thank this man enough. I, the amount of FaceTime that I spent on and phone, you know, being on the phone with him and texting him questions about how to set all this shit up. He deserves a shout out. Um, so go give him a follow, um, on his Instagram. It's at Ironman underscore AJ seven at Ironman underscore AJ seven. So Sarah, something new is happening today. What's different about this podcast today? Well, there's someone sitting in here with us. (laughs) There is somebody else sitting here. And today is our first guest. And it's going to be interesting because you don't know this person. I do. I literally just met him. Probably what, like, it was like 20 minutes ago. Great. Um, So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we would like to introduce Scott. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> he has like the perfect voice for this. I know. It's like I, so sensual. I, I do have to admit that I have experience on the radio. Like, oh, I did a nationally syndicated sports talk radio show for like a year and a half. Well, there we go. Crazy. So, I, I, I'm sense, fucking then. friends with him, and I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that makes yeah. way more sense. Yeah, I've been in broadcasting for quite a while, and then I uh, kind of gave it up after high school. So, oh, geez. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking news to me. <laughs> Well, but uh so scott is a fellow friend of mine um good friend of mine that i met while i had a quick two-year stint down in florida um scott how did we meet we met after a show that i didn't actually go to <laughs> this is true <laughs> yeah i work a lot but uh so i got the invite to come out and have some drinks and i walk in and there's this dude with uh all my friends and i'm like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> Like 17 minutes later, I was like pretty in love with Bobby. (laughs) It was was funny because like by the time I met Scott, actually, um, I had already made the decision to move back to to Philadelphia. And I had told him in the first conversation, (laughs) and I told him in the first conversation, I'm like, yeah, I'm actually like moving back to PA. And he's just like, fuck, really? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, I feel like. I feel like we are going to be best friends. <laughs> like it was literally like stepbrothers. And I was like, yeah, dude. He's like, I feel like we just get each other. And it's kind of just been like that ever since. And, you know, we met through mutual friends, obviously. And, you know, you're the first one out of all those mutual friends to come up and visit me, which not throwing shade, love those guys. But it's just funny how that like relationship developed. Yeah, Wait, it, was, it was super quick. So super how quick. long before you moved back, did you guys meet? I met um i met scott like four months before i moved back yeah it was pretty quick yeah yeah like we've been (laughs) put it this way like we've been friends longer separated than we were friends when we lived 15 minutes away from each other yeah that's true that's weird i never even thought about that till right now that was a good question (laughs) sarah good job proud of you thanks so sarah yeah what's your first impressions of scott so great eye contact when we did our first meeting. <laughs> Ooh, Sarah's getting turned on. Watch out. <laughs> nice firm handshake. Um, yeah, nice voice. Um, <laughs> keep it in your pants, Sarah. Bobby, She's... can you give us a minute? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'll see you later. All right, so 
Yeah. I don't know. You seem very... I know you said that I'm spiritual, but he seems like a very spiritual being. But I don't know if that's just because I saw your Instagram has Jesus in the name. So now I like already have that vision of you. No, I, that's actually so uh, very funny story there that I'll try to tell pretty quickly. But um, there's a annual lake house party that I go to with a bunch of my friends. Okay. And one of the ladies who owns the house across the lake, they always come over and party with us. And I'm standing on the dock one day. I have super long hair and you can't really tell right now because it's pulled back and in a hat but my hair at this point almost touches my nipples <laughs> great point of reference yeah. everyone knows where you're at now yeah, yeah. um so anyways my hair's been long like that forever and uh i'm standing on the dock and i'm putting my hair back up and patty uh, rolls by on a kayak and she goes look at pretty jesus <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that stuck instantly and my friends would not let that go. And so they started uh, calling me PJ and it kind of morphed into pirate Jesus, which is what my Instagram handle is. Um, because I have this like weird obsession with like pirates and pirate folklore and I have like a full tattoo sleeve of it and everything. So, uh, that's, that's the Jesus part. Interesting. I, I'm not like religious. I don't, I grew no, up. No, you with didn't it. give me that vibe. No, just, like... I, I grew up with it, but I don't actively practice it right. um but yeah that's the jesus thing so. gotta love it pirate yeah. jesus pirate jesus so scott what makes you think that you're an irregular that's like a that's a tough question because i feel super normal yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> like, fair enough I, I almost feel like way too normal i come from like pretty stable family i don't have a lot of like uh, like to be just be totally honest with you, I'm listening to your story, like listening to the podcast, the first few episodes. I'm like, wow, that girl's been through it. <laughs> and I don't have stories like that. But so uh, just for, for you guys part, know, but. he's talking about like he never had a drug addiction, like Sarah. <laughs> 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 just a, like yeah. just transparency here. Or herpes. Yeah, or, I'll, yeah. I'll be more direct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think for for me, um, what what is very interesting is when you look at me. I have this kind of harder persona. I don't look like a lot of people, you know, look at me and they're like, oh, this guy's like either in a band or something like that, um, which I have been. But the emotional side of my mind kind of takes over a lot. Um, Bobby mentioned it earlier to me. He's like, you seem very in tune with your emotions. And it's like, it's taken me a while to get there, but I am. Yeah. And so I have... I have a way about me that's like, I'm direct, I'll tell you what's going on, but I act on my feelings a lot, and I don't know, I kind of relate to you guys that way, but. Can I ask what your zodiac sign is? I'm a Gemini. Okay. All right, go ahead, judge, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, so, like the gears are turning in her head right I'm now. A, I'm she's a like, German-Irish okay. Gemini. <laughs> she's like, she's like all right, hold on, it. calculating in her head, like figuring out what's going on with that. Yeah, well, Geminis are very like, they have multiple kind of personalities, like they have their emotional side and they have like their ex like you're know, trying to put off this tough exterior and like they're kind of manipulative oh so you're saying scott's manipulative <laughs> i don't know i don't know him that well yeah it's only been 23 minutes now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough fair enough but no i i agree scott like like i said before with you you're it, you're not only like very in touch with your emotions but you're able to like dissect your emotions like a lot more and i feel like um I mean, where you and I connect a lot is um, on on a level of music. I mean, that's pretty much how we met was yeah. after a show and stuff like that. And um, 
you know, we do listen to the same style of music and everything else. Um, so what makes music so powerful to you? Like, you know, first things first, what do you listen to? You know what I mean? We can tell, I mean, they know what I listen to, Yeah. but for the most part, well, we, we do listen to pretty much all the same stuff. Um, yeah. I dabble a little bit more into other things as well. And other things being away from like hardcore and, and metal and, um, rock, but I grew up with like hair metal. Mm-hmm. So Motley Crue, big Motley Crue mm-hmm. fan, Van Halen, stuff like that. Um, get that from my dad. But then I can get into a small amount of country. Nobody get offended. Oh, <laughs> gross. Small amount of country. <laughs> Just closes the laptop. <laughs> I fucking leave. Yeah, very, very tiny sample size there. But like which artist? There's some artists that I very much respect. Chris Stapleton for one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I can get on board with that. But I, fig- I figured out he has a band called the Johnson Brothers that was before he is who he is now. And they're like Southern rock. It's insane. It's so good. Anyways, huh. check out that. But, <laughs> um, and then I listen to a lot of hip hop, um, rap. But I don't really get into the new like mumble rap type stuff. I'm more like uh, I went to a how do I say this politely? I went to a very cultured high school. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's good. No, that's good. Um, when I graduated, um, the Caucasian percentage at my school was eleven percent. That's good, though. Diversity. Wait, where Super was diverse. this? Um, South Orlando. Okay. So I was born and raised in Orlando. It's a melting pot of people. It's insane. Um, yeah. So that school, uh, being there four years, I kind of learned a lot about, you know, hip-hop, rap. Like, that's just what's around. That's yeah. what's on. That's that's what your friends are listening to. So I went through a big phase of that. But um, that was also the same time I was discovering, like, hardcore and heard under oath for the first time was like holy shit right <laughs> what Which is, is this? one of the fucking best bands the on the best, planet yeah yeah and it just got way way darker from there um uh, <laughs> bobby and i on the way here we're listening to uh, some stuff and i just like you listen to the words and you're jamming in the music and then you stop and you, you have to take a second to go that was fucking super heavy and dark. Like, <laughs> that was really that scary. was scary almost. <laughs> yeah, there was a, it was funny. There was like one point in the song where as we were driving over, like it got quiet. He goes, "Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, like they're pretty dark." <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you so, know, but uh, but that also doesn't necessarily like I don't feel those ways. I don't listen to that stuff and go, "Yeah, I also want to kill myself." Yeah, but, like, well, that's good. Like I can, <laughs> I can separate what's being driven into my brain from the speakers. I can separate those lyrics from like what I actually feel and do and want. So, right, like, so. what what draws you to like? I know what draws me to metal music, and I know Sarah's experienced a little bit of like my genre and like what I appreciate and stuff like that. But like, what draws you in? Like, what really sucks mm-hmm. sucks you into that? Like not darkness but like that just like emptiness where you're just so focused onto a song or a band or whatever so on a it hits me on a sonic level like the actual sound waves of the music seem to like it it can have an effect on your body i can remember vividly standing in the middle of a venue in orlando of mice and men's on stage and they're about to do the breakdown for the song called second and sebring and i'm great song yeah amazing I'm standing there and I can't move. I'm just like feeling the breakdown (laughs) (laughs) and they're like, that sounds dramatic, I guess. But like I've been struck like that on several occasions by this kind of music. It Mm -hmm. it just does something. It's like a visceral reaction to like 
that music. Like you, like Bobby knows, you'll you'll have this song playing, guitars are chugging, guys screaming, and then it like has a bass drop or something, and we'll just kind of both get that same feeling like whoo yeah. oh damn. man <laughs> I feel like it this. possesses your soul it, it, yeah i mean, I mean if you want to get dark music, slayer, so. I mean. <laughs> yeah sarah's like we want to get dark here let's get this yeah. yeah it like like to me like what sells me on it is like and what i just don't get from and i listen to i'll listen to anything i literally will listen to anything i don't appreciate or, and i can appreciate everything but I don't go out of my way to listen to any, you know, all types of music and stuff. I'm pretty stuck in my ways. But what I can't get out of like other artists and stuff like that comes down to one word that like metal and metalcore and like hardcore music all has is conviction. Mm-hmm. Like everybody thinks it's just like a bunch of idiots up there screaming into a microphone, which like on the surface level yeah that's what it looks like i mean that's what i think (laughs) yeah but like once you start to dissect it and 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 actually like listen to it it is so much more than that and like and the way that these guys play and like if you go to a show and you see like the emotion that goes behind this stuff and like i said the, the 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 main word to me is conviction like when our favorite band is Architects. Mutual favorite band, I would say. Is your, is it, are they your favorite band? Yeah, they're they're in the top five for okay. sure. I mean, like being... they're definitely my number one. Yeah, like without a doubt. Wow. So, yeah. you know, like when I watch a video of you know their lead singer, like I said, like performing on stage, and he literally cannot get the words out of his mouth because of everything that they've got that band's gone through and all the adversity that they've overcome, and you know, um, he cannot perform because he's just so emotional like i don't get that in country i don't i don't get that in in rap i don't get that in anything else i can't to me it's being sold to me you know what i mean where this it's just they're they're doing it all out of emotion yeah i think it it's something that you find like in certain like singer songwriter genres you'll find conviction in the lyrics you'll find emotion in the lyrics um but there's only like it's very powerful to have super well written song and an acoustic guitar. That's pretty much my bread and butter when mm-hmm. I perform. But <laughs> <laughs> but like if you can take something as serious as what we'll just keep using architects as a reference, you can take something as serious as what they're talking about and then back it up with what I was saying earlier with this just like sonically just the music flows through you in a way that like it grabs onto you mm-hmm. and it makes you feel what he's saying differently. Okay, I have a question. Okay. For I guess both of you. Yeah. Um, so... Are you like interviewing us now? This <laughs> <laughs> is fine. It's fine. Uh, so when you're in like a dis- depressed state, do you then listen to like sad music, or do you listen to oh. happier music to help you get out of that depressed state? So, but so Scott is like over here meme. shaking his fucking head like, <laughs> "Don't worry, Bob, I got this." <laughs> um, I have, I have albums for everything. So, uh, I can, I I can go both ways to answer your question directly. I can go both ways. It is way easier and way more satisfying if you're sad to listen to sad music. Um, it is also pretty constructive to not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's a lot healthier, like super healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I have, I, I think about this a lot now. I have an ex that we got into an argument one day and I drove home and listened to just really angry, like sad music all the way. 
I see her the next day. We start talking about it. She's like, did you just fucking listen to terrible music all the way home and just make it worse? And I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Totally 100%. Did. Totally like, did. It, how did you like, know? <laughs> I would have absolutely been better off just driving home in silence and and not like making myself feel worse using someone else's words. But I did. I do that often. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I know so, it's super unhealthy, but I still do it. But it you makes know. you. But it makes you feel. It's almost cathartic when, like, you you're now relating to that person. Like, the, like I'm, I'm going to reference it a couple times today. I think, but it's this band Casey that you thought was a R&B singer. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> um, Whoops. Sarah's so like they, shit. I was like, yeah, I know who that is. No. Yeah, they no. They no longer exist. But um, I mean, they're alive. But the band doesn't exist. But. Um, they have this record called Love Is Not Enough. And if you are at all interested in metal music, this is the hands down greatest breakup record of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not necessarily, it, it deals with a lot. So the, the, the singer has um, like horrible mental problems in terms of like depression, anxiety. He has autoimmune diseases and like he's, hmm. he's been through some shit. Um, and he writes very openly and, um, he talks about this record specifically talks about two things, his family and his relationship while he was sick and the end of it and how that all broke down. And I remember going through basically one of the hardest breakups that I went through. And I listened to that record every single day for like a month. (laughs) (laughs) It's just on fucking loop on on Spotify. Yeah. I wake up and I'm like, here we go. My day is starting. (laughs) But, uh, that does not sound like it would be helpful at all. Well, it's not. It's not. (laughs) Maybe that's what makes me a regular. There you go. It's like to hurt my own feelings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I like to remember how bad it hurt by using (laughs) that record. I, uh, so like me, I'm different like you're drawn to the music like sonically you know like the sound and everything where i'm very like i'm very lyrical based you know what i mean so like i find my connection um you know through the lyrics not so much of just the sound i i mean it's a it's obviously a combination of both that's you know ultimately why we stay listening to that music but i'm more uh like i said more lyrically based and when to answer sarah's question you know when i'm sad I don't really know like what I listen to. I kind of like it. It's kind of like what happened last night after, you know, Scott flew in and we were down here just shooting the shit. You know, I almost like let the music choose me, like my emotion, like what I feel. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, if we're using Scott's example, like for a breakup or something like that, if we're going through a breakup, you know, I'll just like throw my fucking i have a whole like playlist with all of my music on you know every single song you know thousands and thousands of songs i'll just like throw it on shuffle and i'll just like blast through that and then like one song will come on and i'll just fucking repeat it over and over again i'm like oh shit this is just like hitting me in my feels whether it's a you know more depressing song or whether it's like an angry song to like get me wherever the hell i'm at i mean definitely i listen to like more like angrier styled music when I'm like at the gym or something like that. Cause it just gets me fucking pumped up. But like, I, I kind of just like, like I said, I just throw it on shuffle and just like, let it choose me in a fucking weird way because I, I don't know. It always works out. It always works that way. Like I said, last night we were down here talking and we we're talking about architects and me and Scott hop in the car to roll back to my house. And my whole fucking playlist is on shuffle and as soon as we pull out of the driveway, my phone connects to Bluetooth. The first song that comes up on shuffle is this architect song. And I'm like, 
bro come on <laughs> like weird. you know what i mean like that's fucking weird like they it knows it fucking knows that that's what you know yeah. like that that's what it wanted and it fucking happened like i have a tattoo on my arm um it's actually a p diddy lyric which is funny Sick. yeah um and it says um can you hear the angels calling and it was actually after my buddy had passed away when i was younger um i was i just just turned 19 i think and um you know that song like kind of hit me what at that time with you know my friend passing and i was taking my buddy's little brother to the crash site he hadn't been there yet and as soon as i got off the exit to turn around and get back on the other side of the road where he crashed like again thousands of songs on boom that song came on shuffle and i was like that's fucking weird and that's where i decided to like get that lyric tattooed on my arm for my you know for my buddy you know so i just like i feel like it finds me as opposed to like going to find it you know like your emotions okay you tied that back i didn't know where we were going but (laughs) yeah yeah no it, it definitely um music will find you where you are your brain is going to make the connection to it like which is why I think you listen to some country music and it's like dirt road, cold beer. And I'm like, I just can't get on it, bro. (laughs) I can't. It's the same fucking thing over and over again. Well, That's stadium country. They, they placate their audience by like, you want to hear these same buzzwords in every song with a twangy guitar and some fireworks. And (laughs) you're going to make millions of dollars. Yeah. Like that will not like, if that came up on your shuffle while you were turning the corner, you wouldn't have, dirt road cold beer tattooed on your, on your arm <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> and if you did we wouldn't be friends but <laughs> fair enough but like that song caught you at the right moment and it's not that it's not like some weird spooky ghost was like i'm playing this song when bobby's sad like, right but your brain made the connection from that moment to that lyric and it just was the perfect timing and that happens a lot to me um and like we were talking about like you said the the music hits me harder. I'm a musician for the most part. Um, I'm an excellent campfire guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've played like some shows, but like never been in like a hard band that's like traveled and toured and all that. But I, I relate to the music more because I think musically. I, I will hear drums, I'll hear guitar, and I like think musically. Lyrically, however, is when it like really ties it all together for me. If the band has both, I'm fully in. Um, and you mentioned like tattoos, mm-hmm. uh, like I have several band tattoos. Some of them are just for fun because I like the band. Some of them are like really deep meaning lyrics. And to tattoo lyrics on your body, like that's says a lot about how you feel about that band. Mm-hmm. If I could tattoo the music notes, I probably would too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it just, I don't know what I'm trying to get to. But like basically, when we talk about like the music finding you where you are, it's because the your your brain's gonna make that connection. And you will not forget that moment. So, do you think it can heal? Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel yeah. like I, I feel like Sarah we can actually weigh in. No pressure or anything, but I feel like you can weigh in on this because, like I said, you're like a very spiritual person. But like, do you think like music can heal, like both mentally and physically, or do you think physically? I don't know. Okay, I'm I sure feel like mentally. I mean, when I was going through my hard times this song came on again guys to reference her hard times it was drug addiction and herpes (laughs) (laughs) just to make sure everyone's clear on that whatever (laughs) so (laughs) um there was a song and it was called praying to a god by nico and vins and it's 
about oh, how this girl is. You know them, Scott? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course you do. It's about <laughs> this girl and she feels very lost and she, the lyrics are, I'm praying to a God that won't talk back. And so I felt super alone. And so I would just listen to that song on repeat and it's about drug addiction and stuff too. So um, that was probably my darkest time after my parents kicked me out and I felt like, okay, I'm praying and I'm like hoping to get out of this situation, but I feel like no one's talking back to me or no one's here there to save me and then i was like okay well i gotta kind of save myself so but i think that's the song kind of it's funny kinda... what what does that remind you of it's the fucking title of an album of our favorite <laughs> band which is called all our gods have abandoned us yeah you know oh. and it's like and it's funny because like i said oh cute oh cute. <laughs> oh cute that's not dark <laughs> you know what i mean but i mean that is like you know that's one of the best albums of all time by, yeah. by them and it's funny it's literally kind of the same concept like they're looking for an answer in their god you know and it's like not there you know what i mean right. i mean the whole album is basically about you know uh, one of the band members dying of cancer which is to tie into Scott's, um, you know, mention that I've, I actually have one, two, three, technically four, but the fourth one is like, there's like an asterisk on it, but I have three, um, lyrics tattooed from, uh, from bands. So I have the P Diddy one and then I have two architects lyrics and like, you know, tattooed on me. And it was f literally because of, you know, what Scott was saying, because I was going through some shit. Yeah. And like that one line just was like, holy fuck. Like it spoke to me. You know what I mean? And like the only how, way out is through the only way out is through. And then the other one is enough pressure will create a diamond. Yeah. You know, and you know, that's all in my entire whole leg, my fat thighs and everything else. But I kind of want to mention something here that, that is really tying well with what you were saying. And like, you can listen to stuff to make you more sad. You can listen to stuff to kind of pull you out of it. Um, there's a man called stick to your guns that has a record called diamond. In the beginning of the record, I think it's uh, I think it's Gandhi. I don't know. I don't remember. But <laughs> <laughs> I listen to this song a few times a week at least, and it's like a really good pump-up song. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to read a little bit real quick. That's go cool. ahead. No, Can go I? ahead. So, um, Wait, but, hold on. Like copyright issues? Are we like allowed yeah, to? Allowed to yeah. <laughs> Can I just talk about that without Fuck playing it, the song? We're not that cool. <laughs> That's fine, but, but no, you were saying like you that, that song was like helping you out, and then we were talking about like um, the All Our Gods premise of that is like we're on our own let's fucking do it our own way you mm -hmm. know? right um and in this it, it's a pretty famous quote i guess but they open it with this and it says um in this there's no teacher no pupil there's no leader there's no guru there is no master no savior you yourself are the teacher and the pupil you are the master you are the guru you are the leader you are everything and to understand is what it is to transform hmm. i like that and yeah. then there's a fucking breakdown immediately <laughs> after that. And we I'm like, fucking mosh. Yeah, and I pick up 7,000 pounds of weight and I'm throwing it over my head. And I'm just fucking excited. I can't lift that much. But <laughs> that, to me, is the epitome of like, I can hear that song no matter how I feel. And I'm like, get your fucking ass up and let's fucking go. Anytime. Doesn't matter what's going on. That's like me. That's like me with... Uh... But, like, not as far as, like, get your ass up and go. It Me, it's, like, puts me, like, into an instant fucking low state. But, like, a low state that I, like, envy being in, and that's gone with the wind by Architects. Mm -hmm. I listen to that song, and I can literally fucking cry if I wanted to. Like, if it, on, an, on a snap of a finger, I'll start crying. 
but like i love living in that moment you know because i can i feel everything i feel like architects should sponsor us for the (laughs) (laughs) honestly we're not cool enough (laughs) we'll get there I, i have to ask you sarah because you like we bobby and i connect super strong on this stuff and that's the foundation of our relationship and our friendship yeah um have you ever been in a room where a band's playing and had it move you Mm. (laughs) Um, like have you been to a concert well yeah but i don't like those settings what do you mean you don't don't like concerts i feel like it's not safe I don't know because it's like it's the safest place you can be. <laughs> yeah, most people take know. care of each other. I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like a large crowd. I get like very anxious. And are you so. are you speaking of like not being safe, like going to a show, like what we listen to? You wouldn't no, feel safe. No, just in general. Oh, so you, just yeah. in concerts in general, you don't feel yeah, safe. Yeah, I just to... oh, okay. I don't know. I get overwhelmed by that many people and like that loud of music, and I don't know. So what sensory con- overload? <laughs> what concerts have you been to? Um, Insync, <laughs> Spice Girls. <laughs> I like Insync. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not hating Justin at all. Like I love <laughs> having private concerts in my car, you know, and oh, stuff like that. Every in my time house. I, every time I get in my car, yeah. it's a concert. Shower. People fucking driving past me are probably like, that guy is clinically insane. <laughs> They're not totally wrong, but I, yeah, I fucking have my own concert in my car all the time. But I'm surprised you don't. I think the know. last concert I went to was Lauv. Have you heard of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who? L A U V. It's like a it's electronic like a and singer. Dude. Yeah. Oh, was this during your? No, this was last year. Oh. So that so was no the last drugs. one. No, okay. I mean, there's a few people I want to see live, um, but I'm not like dying. What, what was the setting? Like, what was the venue? I was at Fox Theater in Oakland. Um, I mean, it was packed out. Honestly, my friend and I, it was Mackenzie and I, okay. and we were both single at the time so we just kept going up to dudes and giving them our number so that was pretty much it savage (laughs) was i really like paying attention to the concert no but was i paying attention to the dudes at the concert yes okay Uh, change your priorities but (laughs) (laughs) yeah because then there's like me and scott where we're like in the middle of a mosh pit just like totally in our feels like just getting after it and then I, there's sarah just like hitting on i'm in my in feels back. in a different way yeah. <laughs> sarah's like i'm trying to get in a relationship she's, she's feeling just on, on dudes <laughs> just, up, <laughs> just up on other guys I, I i only ask because if you've never experienced that um what i'm talking about like repeatedly sorry no no it's <laughs> is, fine. is you have to feel that to under like to know what i'm saying to have to to have music move you in a moment live in front of you. Yeah. That like if I could inject that in my veins every day, I absolutely would. Yeah. Ooh. Wow, yeah. that's Okay, I feel like we do this every week. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, right. like, mic drop. I'm like, oh shit. It makes got... me sad that we don't have live music right now. Like, oh, it's horrible. It, it's, it's I so... cannot wait to well, fucking Well, you can mosh. do like the drive-through ones. They have like drive-through uh, concerts, which though? is just like so bizarre to me. Can you think so like Sarah like indirectly knows like our mutual friend Mike? Like, could you imagine like yeah. me, you, Mike, and like the gang down there at a drive-through metal court? Like, it would just sure, not work. I'm sure the truck would be on fire. <laughs> yeah, like afterwards, it would be flipped over and mike would be shirtless on top of it and forcing people to crowd surf which is a great thing to do i have another question that's kind of off but do you ever 
I don't know, do the passive aggressive thing where you like post songs. Yes. To, and like, <laughs> then also. <laughs> Scott's like, again, Bob, I got this one. Or like just send a song and a text message and don't say anything else. Just send it to them. Okay. So I just recently. <laughs> Scott's like, oh, I, I had a feeling you would say yes. Okay. So th- this is why Bobby's like, oh, you're so emotional. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I do shit like this. This is. This is me. So, it's like everyday thing for you. So if you follow my Instagram, at Power Disney, mm-hmm. uh, it's two E's and a Z-U-S, and then an underscore. Anyways, if you follow me, um, I share music every single day. And it's either something that I just heard and was like, damn, I like that. Or I'm in my feels, and I'm putting that out there for me, but also she's going to see it. that's just the the honest truth of it so finally i have a conversation with this person about it and (laughs) she says i really hate that you do that like you passive aggressively like i'm not gonna listen to that like i know no one you're not listening to that every once in a while i'll get like a dude friend who's like i love that song yeah, it's usually me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Bobby. It's usually it's, me it's reacting Bobby. like, yeah, that song slaps. So literally like two weeks ago, maybe, maybe, maybe two weeks ago, I, instead of posting it on my Instagram, I just sent it directly to her. I said, hey. Oh, you son of a bitch. I said, I said hey, I'm not going to passively aggressively, passively aggressively post this. That sounded weird when I said it twice. Passive aggressively. Passive aggressively. Yeah. Thank you. Don't worry. We sound stupid all the time on That's this. Okay. So. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I just basically sent it right to her and said, look, I'm not going to post, post this on my Instagram just to hope that you hear it. I want you to fucking listen to this song. And I want you to understand, like, these lyrics are how I feel. And I got a way better response. Ooh. And I'm going to do that again at some point. But I still post it every day. <laughs> I still post it. That's passive aggressive. I, I don't know. It's so I I do post music now. I also just found out like a cool... how, how to do it. Yeah, like how to do it because I'm dumb. So like you know, so I'm like, oh fuck, like this is how you do that shit. Like basically, it was like, oh, so this is how Scott does it. Yeah, because <laughs> I see Scott's story every day, and it's a different song, and then I wind up listening. But um, thank you. I yeah, I do it. I don't. I just do it because it's like, again, like where if a song is like speaking to me at that moment, I'm like, all right, like I want to share this because this is kind of like what I'm feeling right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't I don't necessarily post it. I mean, I also can't get a text back. So like I don't really <laughs> post it to fucking get after anyone. You know, I just post it because I'm like, I fucking love metal. But I did actually get a response from. Um, a girlfriend of mine that I went to college, I posted uh, Snowblood by Era, mm-hmm. and she messaged me. She's like, I don't even listen to this music, but I just got so fucking pumped up. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. That, dude, that would make my whole day. I, I would be so fine with the rest of my day after that. I was stoked, dude. I was stoked. I was driving home, and literally, like, my I, you know, Apple Watch, my watch goes off, and I was like, the fuck like why did she message me and i like open it up and as i'm driving i'm at a stoplight and i'm like oh shit and then i read it i'm like yo let's fucking go girl <laughs> like this is fucking awesome like and if i can turn like one person on to metal music like i'm yeah. happy you know what i mean that's fucking that's funny do you that, do it Sarah? that's a huge part of that no i don't do it but you just said that like 
You were judging me for that. <laughs> She's like, no, both of you are fucking losers. I mean, I post songs that like I'm feeling, and then someone will see it and be like, yo, are you okay? And I'm like, I just like that song. But I've had people send me songs. I don't listen to the song, but I'll Google the lyrics just to see how they're feeling. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. I don't, like, I, I don't expect any woman that I would be interested in or talking to or anyone, like, I don't expect you to like metal music or rock or anything that I genuinely listen to all the time. If you can just look up the lyrics for me and connect with me there, kind of get my message that way, that that would still do it. Yeah, me. lyrics are what I'm drawn to. Yeah, I guess More we never asked Sarah that question. We're just like, yeah, fuck her. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I'm yeah, not like, even here. Sarah's here. Sarah's here. No, but like... Boys night. Um, <laughs> get fucked up. Um, so our... So I guess to elaborate more on that question, why are you more attracted to lyrics than you are the sound? Probably because, well, I have a wall up, so I act tough, but like really I'm a little bitch inside. So This is 100% <laughs> true. This is 100% true. So I like to, I think that since I try not to feel on a daily basis or like be in touch with my emotions, I like to listen more to the lyrics so I can get back in tune with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. It gives me, like, an outlet. So, like, I don't... Like, it brings you back to reality. Correct. Like, you know, like, you spend all day trying to avoid and dissect your emotions or whatever. And then the lyrics helps bring you back into that level of reality. Yeah. Because, like, I think because of the things that I've gone through, addiction and herpes. I was going to say it. Just to reiterate. Just beat him to it. I kind of am desensitized and also since I'm like around death all day at my job so I try to like just be cold-hearted so like listening to music yeah it kind of helps me to feel again what I mean Sarah what music do you even listen to I don't even know what kind of music I listen to rumble rap mumble mumble rap (laughs) rumble rap rumble rap Oh, what would no, that I'm even just be? Kidding. Like, what would rumble rap even be? Uh, like, we, Bobby, you and I just made eye contact. Like, all right, who's gonna make the first joke? <laughs> <laughs> right, so, who's gonna make fun of Sarah? <laughs> no, I. No, but you I like don't. you like mumble rap, Twenty One mm, Savage. No, uh, I mean, like, I'll listen to them if I'm getting ready and I'm with my girls, and like, we're like, ooh, my girls that I don't have, I don't have any friends, but, but it, you know. But it's funny. Yeah, I don't have any. Friends. <laughs> this is true, but like. Here, this is what I find funny is like you're listening to it and it gets you all pumped up and whatnot. But those lyrics, like that's like when I'm drinking. That's no, what when I'm saying like because like to me, I, I get mumble rap to a degree in the sense that like it's a fucking tough beat. Like most yeah. of the time, like it's a tough beat and they fucking they go. But then I, I don't really fucking get what they're I saying. I listen to a lot of like Mozzie. He's like a rapper from Sacramento. I love Kevin Gates. Yes. Um, he's probably my favorite rapper. Uh, I listen to a lot of like emotional shit like i said like uh i'll listen to love i'll listen to laney uh a wonder there's not a single person that you just said in the last 30 <laughs> seconds that I know. You, oh, you don't know who kevin gates is i know kevin oh, i know okay. who he is i if you ask me to name a song i, I he has some really good lyrics yeah i'm sure he's, he's a good writer yeah I, i'm sure i yeah i mean what does he write about <laughs> Same, like all same thing they all right. Yeah. I mean, whether it's like going to jail or he'll write about like love lyrics, like he's not just about fucking. Like he'll do a little, you know, obviously some songs like that, but he also writes about his feelings for a woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is different. 
for rappers, I, guess I think. If if you were to give me a Kevin Gates song to listen to, which one would you give me first? Me, not just a, a normal person. Me, someone that I'll, something that you think I'll like. Mm, probably like facts. That that's the name, just facts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because of Do like, you know that song, I Scott? think the beat would like like you would like the beat. Okay. But that's it. I think if if we played it later, I would probably recognize it right away. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I can't pull it off the top of my head yeah. right now. I, and actually, you know, it's funny. This is actually tying back into, like, what you were saying. Like, I wouldn't expect my significant other to, like, enjoy the music that I listen to. I actually almost kind of – I agree, but I disagree at the same time. Like, I want them – they don't have to listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have to, like, on their ride home from work, like, put on fucking architects and blah everywhere with everyone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't have to do that. But what I want them to do is I want them to appreciate it. And whether that's either the sound or the lyrics or something, anything like that, like I need them to appreciate it and understand it. That's where like I like I'll I'll fall for for someone if they just get it. You know what I mean? I I think that's also a big ask um, for us because us being you and I, Bobby. Yeah. Because of the nature of the music that we like, it's if it doesn't strike you right away mm-hmm. it's not something that you necessarily grow into yeah. so understanding and appreciating it is is needed i i think yeah but at the same time um i'll just use an example i get in the car with my girlfriend and um <laughs> shuffle starts playing immediately and it's a song by this band called year of the knife that i showed bobby yesterday oh yeah oh jeez <laughs> jesus is right yeah. <laughs> Fuck. um super heavy very dark but like they rip yeah (laughs) anyways my i forgot you normally will turn the volume down as i'm getting out of the car i didn't this time i start the car and it's just (laughs) look on her face was like the car's possessed and i don't want to be in it anymore (laughs) so that is so abrasive that like it doesn't matter what he's talking about in the song Mm -hmm. you're out yeah you're you're not going to give it a chance now and that that I think happens more often than not. So when you're asking like a significant other to like appreciate your music, it's like I can appreciate how you feel about it, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate what it does to you if it's doing something right, you know. And you're not going into a demonic state <laughs> over what's right. being you know played through the speakers. But I don't think I'm actually going to care. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, I I mean I've dated you know plenty of girls who like obviously don't listen to our shit at all and then they listen to like fucking country and stuff and like i i just can't get into it but like i can appreciate it and like i respect them in a way you know what i mean like at the end of the day the fucking jokes on all the metal bands like they're fucking country singers are millionaires and metal bands still work at fucking bonefish grill you know what i mean like it's it's, which is sad because i think that most metal uh and metalcore artists and you know musicians are more talented than probably anybody on the fucking planet but because of the style of music it doesn't yield the uh financial status and wealth that Mm -hmm. you know these other people get but um i just i I don't know i need i just need my significant other to at least appreciate like the talent that's actually there you know what i mean like people think like i said it's just a bunch of idiots screaming into a microphone when they don't even realize like how hard it is to scream and scream well 
And there's that one. I don't know. Do you know who Jared Dines is? No. He's a YouTube guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He goes to uh, he goes to like metal shows and he brings a microphone and he goes, "Okay, give me your best metalcore scream, go." And he like puts a mic in front of people who are going to see metalcore bands and they can't do it. They can't scream into a microphone because it sounds like shit. And they're like, "Oh, so really? It 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 actually isn't just screaming into a microphone. It actually takes a ton of talent. You know, what I mean, there's actual vocal coaches out there." that teach you how to scream properly yeah. and stuff like that. And like, I just need my significant other to understand if you can understand it at that basic ass level that these are really, really talented people. It's not just a bunch of idiots screaming into a microphone, then we're good. You don't have to listen to it outside so, of that. So let me ask you this, Bobby. Why do you need that? Because it's such a big part of my life. Like how, okay, let me ask you a rebuttal question. How often, and Sarah, you can answer this too. How often do you listen to music throughout the day? Like, how, like constantly, all day, right? Yeah, that's no. such a. You don't. Not all day. I mean, I know you listen when you're working and stuff, but I can't listen when I'm doing something else. It distracts me. So I just like, actually, I drive in the car silent too. I mainly listen in the car. Or like you drive I'm, in the car silent. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, bless you! I can't do that. Oh, never. So, like I just want to think, process my day. But like I'll whenever I listen to music, it's usually at my house. Yeah. I'll like put it on the TV. Like so Pandora. since I'm listening all day, like I can listen to music all day, nonstop. Mm-hmm. It's such a big part of my life. And like if you're not willing to at least be interested in some to some degree of something that's so big in my life, that's tough. Yeah, I find that tough to swallow you know why bobby and i would never work out (laughs) no we wouldn't work out for many (laughs) many other reasons that's why (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's like in the hangover yeah that's why i managed to stay single this whole time oh that's why (laughs) no but i remember i think it was the first time i came out and you were like can you just listen to this while you were working and then there was one song i really liked and we never figured out which song that was fuck i do remember that you were like yeah you were like you're like yo play that song again um it was like when we were driving back and I no was, or, it was when we were in the room yeah we were in the room we listened oh, to it and then yeah. it was like the next day we were driving back over we to the house and you were like I, I was like i think it's this one you're like no and i played another one and i fucking spent like the next hour like playing like 45 seconds of like 80 different songs i yeah. could not find what it was Still haven't found it to this day but i also like that one girl that you showed me on youtube what's that chick and she's kind of hot courtney laplante oh. <laughs> oh no god wait what bobby band is needs that? a minute hold on what band is that uh the spirit, band is called spirit, spirit box yeah love that i i listen to them i actually you know it's funny you posted them on your instagram story i did um but like you, a month ago but do you listen to them because she's a badass chick and screams or just you like the music i like the music okay i mean even I if like you the, said the first you know no, that, i like the lyrics and i think she's just super talented that is like that was kind of what shocked me because she has incredible talent she is insane me and scott were talking about it last night we were i was showing him a new album and i was like wait a minute why didn't i play this song on it because courtney laplante's on it and anything that she's on is instant fire <laughs> you know what i mean i fucking love her if she's, you're out there and if you hear this i wish you weren't married but like low-key i love the fact that you're married because like you and your husband have like a great fucking band and keep going get after it girl oh is he in the band too yeah they they started it together oh okay yeah yeah they that's started, pretty yeah. cool yeah i mean it's technically just them two if i'm not mistaken it's them two and i think they have a bassist and that's uh, they don't yeah. even have a fucking drummer i think there's one more i don't know 
Yeah, yeah, just them three, right? I don't. It doesn't matter because they're fucking fire. It doesn't matter. Everything they do is gold. I have another question, and this is the question that Bobby wrote down, and I thought it was so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let me preface. Let me preface. I was doing research as to what good questions you can ask a musician, which is what Scott is, and this is one of them. And I just kind of, I just made an outline, so it does sound (laughs) stupid. Go ahead, ask a question. If you were a song, what song would you be? <laughs> Scott, go. I've been thinking about the answer to this question for a long time. So Scott's time. like, although it is a stupid question, I've actually thought about it a Speaking lot. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hang up from this pot hang up from this pot. Did I say that? <laughs> we're gonna finish this podcast. I'm gonna go home like three weeks later and be like, I figured it out. <laughs> I know the song. Um it depends if the if the question is what song would best represent who i am um i, I don't even know because I, I don't know who i am so Ooh. oh god mike another <laughs> mic drop Fucking Scott. why don't you what do you mean why don't you know who you are i think i know what i like i know what i do um but i need need a little more time in the oven i don't think know? we know who we are until like i think we're always learning every day a little bit more about us are we about to record episode 10 (laughs) (laughs) which i mean this is a super interesting topic i'm actually gonna i mean we should write this down right now can you write that down sarah because i'll remember it you're gonna remember it do uh, you don't actually know who you are i I feel like i know who i am i feel like you Mm. don't i feel like that's why you're such an anxious person all right dude like (laughs) Way to, fu- way to fucking hit me in the feels now. Have you just been analyzing me this whole oh time? My God, <laughs> fuck. I don't, I don't know if anxious is the word, but let, let's hold on. Let me answer the question first. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go back. Um, so my to answer your question from a long time ago, my favorite band is called Being as an Ocean. Okay. Um, what uh, genre of music is that? They, they're yeah, they're just like a hard rock metal band. Um, their first couple of records are like heavier, but their last two records, they've kind of gone more in that vein of where like Bring Me the Horizons going now, where they're getting a little more electronic, a little more like radio friendly, a little more as our buddy Michael Malley says, new metal. Yeah, new metal. Oh, my gosh. They are though. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Making Lincoln Park proud. Yeah, that is true. Um, nothing wrong with that. Love Lincoln Park. But, yeah. So, Being as an Ocean, uh, hands down, my favorite band. And that is a band that not only the music speaks to me, but they, the way Joel writes, um, and I'm actually I've actually become friends with Joel, seen him a bunch at shows. Um, we talk, we text, like he's he's awesome. But he somehow like you make a connection with somebody through their music, and then you meet them, and you're like, wow, this dude really understands it. And then they put this record out, and as I'm listening to it, I'm like, it's hitting me right where I am. Again, I keep bringing that up. It's mm-hmm. hitting me right where I am, and I message him. I'm like. You have no idea what you just did for me. Yeah. And how many people hear music and they feel that way, but they don't get to tell the person that and have them go, that's awesome to hear yeah, that. Like, Thank you. Thanks, dude. You know, and yeah. then give you a big hug at the show and be like, Scott, I love you. I'll see you later. <laughs> and then Scott starts crying and yeah. Yeah, whatever. I Actually, mean, funny story about that. I'm sorry. I'm just going to jump this. Go ahead. Far away. We're at um, Back Booth. Well, it's called Sound Bar now, I think, in Orlando. Tiny, tiny little venue. And watching Being as an Ocean. I had said hello to them before we got to the show, but they're busy, you know, doing rock star shit. And so in the middle of the show, they're playing a song called Thorns. Highly recommended. He comes off stage and he walks around the back. And I know, like, he's going to pop out 
where I'm standing. He's notorious for just grabbing the mic and going down in the pit. And he'll sing the rest of the song in the pit with the people. Um, so he comes down. He turns. I'm standing there. He's in mid-sentence. And he just pulls the mic away. And he goes, yo! Gives me a big hug. He's like, so good to see you, brother. I'm like, good to see you, man. He turns, climbs the fence to the balcony, jumps the fuck off in, <laughs> into the crowd. All of that happened in 13 seconds. Uh, see, and this is why fucking, like, you'll never get that at a fucking country the, concert. The Jonas never... Brothers are not doing that. No way. <laughs> no fucking way. You know what I mean? That's what I mean by, like, the conviction and everything that they fucking yeah. do. It's just so different, man. I have video of that. I'll show you later. Oh, actually, I think you showed that to me before. Yeah. It, I'm trying to remember. I, I like can piece it in my head. I yeah. think I had some beers the night you showed me, but uh, I think I remember that. But like, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Like that, like the, you know, I was at a show too with, um, uh, crystal Lake mm -hmm. and they're from fucking Japan. Japan yeah. yeah. And they were out touring the U S with, you know, a couple other bands and whatnot. And like, dude just didn't, I mean, fucking their singer, um, is a savage. That whole band, those guys are fucking nuts. And, He's just like, like, I have a picture of him, like, in the crowd, or sorry, I guess he's on top of the crowd because he literally just stood on the fence, like, off the stage, and we just, like, pulled him off. We're just, we were like, yep, you're coming out here, and he's, like, standing, but everybody's holding him up, st at standing, and he's just in the middle of the pit, but, like, everybody's holding him up, performing, you know what I mean? Like, again... You, you don't fucking you're not gonna see that from some country singer or some fucking rapper or anything no. like that like that's just you're never gonna get that that level of like emotion and yeah. stuff like that which is crazy so i do want to answer your question sarah i'm sorry i tangent a lot oh no it's okay this entire episode is like trying to sell metal music <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong she's I not mean. wrong but like that's what that's i mean that's that's music, man. I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't hate any other genre. I mean, I don't like country, but like, I don't fuck. Do you it. like country? I don't know if you've made that. I don't like country. <laughs> okay. um, I could, I could probably no. I don't think you'd get it. There's a couple artists that I could play. I like a little bit more grassroots country. Okay. I will not listen to stadium country, but like yeah. more great vocab like, word too, by the way, because that's what he described our fucking setup down here as last night. Grassroots. Yeah, he came downstairs <laughs> and like he was like, "Yo, check, let me see like where you guys do all this shit at." I'm like, "Yeah, like blah blah." And he comes down, he's like, "Oh fuck, like this is uh," and I'm like, "Yeah, ghetto as fuck, right?" And he's just like. I was going to go with grassroots. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it looked a little bit better when it was in there. Yeah, a little but bit. A little more organized. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of like the uh, kid's place at behind you. <laughs> Gotta love it. The so. wine knot painting yeah. on the wall. <laughs> Gotta fucking love that. I mean, I love, love Chris Stapleton, but yeah. I got to say, there's one stadium person that I love. Sam Hunt. Yeah, I have his, He's re such I a have his record on my phone. He's so good. Oh, that dude's dude, voice is gnarly good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And his Con lyrics country? are super deep. Yeah. They are pretty deep. Country? Yeah. 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 Country. Oh, uh, well, country? Yeah. <laughs> he like talks uh, he, during his songs, too. Yeah. He does a lot of spoken word, and then he'll have like beats in there. Like just randomly, just like here's a hip hop beat kind of. Interesting. It's it's good. I, it's, I don't know. it's good. I was introduced to it by my ex, and. Kind of held on to it. So she also just introduced me to another country artist that I think you'll actually like, Sarah. His name's Morgan Wallen. Never heard of him. Dude's so good. His name's Morgan, though? Morgan Wallen. Oh. 
Yeah. Not judging. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just confirming. Yeah, yeah just, uh, just make confirming. sure I'm hearing that right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the song that I think I am. <laughs> yeah. Back so to the circle plus. back nine minutes later. Um. Um, it would be a Being As an Ocean song, and it's called Dissolve. And the main lyric is, um, I wear my heart on my sleeve so you can watch me bleed. Mic drop. Another mic drop. And th- that is so representative of my life. I, I am way more of an open book than I ever should be. And I get in trouble for it, actually. Mm. Like, I'm you know, working through a breakup, I cope by talking. I just fucking tell everybody, hey, you want to hear a cool story? I want your opinion on it. And I just cope that way. That's not healthy for the other person involved. It's very disrespectful to their privacy. Sorry. But that's how I cope with it. And if you want to know something about me or about my emotions or where I'm at, I'll fucking tell you right away. I don't care. Yeah. So. But I feel like we should live an unfiltered life. So I agree. I to, mean, to I'm with you on that. Yeah, no, I agree with Scott. Like, I agree to a degree. You know, there is a level of privacy that you should respect and stuff like that. But Absolutely. at the same time, you know, if you're feeling some type of way, you shouldn't have to fucking hold yourself back from feeling some type of way. Fuck that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, to answer your question, Sarah, I mean, this is kind of a layup for me. It's it's Doomsday by Architects. I mean, I have fucking Doomsday sleeve on my fucking leg, you know, tattoo sleeve on my leg. Yeah. And, like, the reason why that that song speaks so much to me, you know, because it's about their main singer-songwriter dying of cancer. And, you know, obviously, as you guys know from episode, what was that, three? Mm-hmm. Three, you know, I survived cancer. Um, but like, there's, there's a couple lyrics in there that just like hit me where, you know, it's like, it's, it's too, it's so real to me and whatnot. And, uh, the one is the only way out is through, which is, um, you know, kind of was my mentality, as you guys know, from episode three was like kind of my mentality of my whole journey was like, all right, this is, you know, where I'm at, this is what's going on and let's just fucking do this. You know what I mean? Let's get the fuck through here. And then the other one on the other lyric um, is uh, souls don't break, they bend. Mm. And I like that one. Like I actually just got goosebumps. I know I have long (laughs) sleeves on, but I I just got goosebumps. Like think about it because like, that's like so true to me. You know what I mean? Like someone's soul never really breaks. It just is totally getting bent and twisted, but like we can always bounce back. You know what I mean? And that's what doomsday is about. Like how the fuck are we going to do this without our, singer songwriter yeah. you know what i mean um, um peace, Tom. yeah pour one out yeah so like that's really what it, it hits me you know right in the feels i can listen that it doesn't matter like i said if i'm happy sad or anxious or mm. pumped up or whatever if that song comes on shuffle it never gets skipped ever i cannot get it in me to skip that song what about you sarah She's like, I don't fucking care about music. <laughs> I drive in silence like a fucking psychopath. Yeah, right. like a fucking psychopath. Like a serial killer. She's The whole time she's driving home, she's just thinking about if she's going to break up with her boyfriend again or not. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think... I have to say it again. That poor guy. <laughs> it's like you. five episodes in a row. I'm like, Jesus, poor guy. Hey, look, I'm sure he's fine. He still comes back. It's his. It's his fault too. What did you, What did you do to him, Sarah? <laughs> Whatever. Answer the question first, and then we'll <laughs> then we'll start episode ten. <laughs> then we'll start episode ten. <laughs> um, probably WAP by Cardi. Yes. B. Oh, <laughs> just well. get a bucket and a mop. Oh God, damn. 
Um, Why the fuck no. did I know that was coming? Which, by the way, I fucking love that song. Well, hold it's on. I, I think she's being serious, though. Oh. <laughs> Are you? you asked me why he keeps coming back, so. Oh, oh. no, I thought that. <laughs> Mic drop. I thought you were saying that's the song that represents you. <laughs> I mean, she's like, eh, that too. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. Like, I, I mean. You're right. I just drive in silence. So okay. I don't know if like I feel like the songs that connect to me, it's ever changing. So I don't know if there's a song that's that like perfectly just, defines yeah. you. No, I mean, I'd say right now it's probably Feels by Kiara. So anyways. <laughs> that's nice. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, thanks for having me, too. Of co- oh, thanks for coming I don't on. Think, I don't think I actually said that in the beginning, but thanks. Yeah, you didn't. Fuck you, dude. No, <laughs> no thank you for coming. I mean, you traveled all the way up from Florida, um, you know, to come do this with us and come drink beers. And I came from California, and you never said thank you. I literally moved here. Yeah, eat shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked up those lyrics while yes. you guys were getting a beer. So it was great. So we go upstairs. Obviously, we get a beer. And Sarah's like, yeah, I don't think I connect to that song anymore. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. What the fuck is it now? Go ahead. So go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> it's about being in your feels like on ecstasy and sands. <laughs> so it's about doing drugs. Um, Which I don't do anymore. I mean, I might smoke a little weed. Obviously, I'm drinking a truly right now because I'm a basic bitch. But yeah, so I don't connect to that. You don't connect to that song at all? No. Not anymore. I mean... At some level, you did. So it was. It had to have been like Scott says. Like sonically, you just you know that's how. You yeah, connect. I guess I don't know. Whatever. She's like, she's like, I'm actually never gonna listen to this fucking song ever again. <laughs> what was the artist again? Kiara. Yeah, Kiara. Sorry, but you kind of just got shat on, a little bit indirectly, <laughs> indirectly. And then we also realized that Scott needs a new shirt because he sweat. Oh come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he told me earlier, he's like, dude, I'm going to need another shirt. I'm going to sweat. And I'm like, all right, like we're in a basement. It's kind of cold outside, but like whatever. But now he's, he, he needs a new shirt. The only human in the world that could come into a basement on a 45 degree day and sweat (laughs) through his fucking shirt. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Hyperhidrosis is the shit, dude. I love it. Speaking about (laughs) being on drugs. As I pick up my beer and look at Sarah. (laughs) Um... Do you think there's any, and obviously Scott, chime in when you need to. Um, do you think there's any correlation to like drug abuse and the music that you listen to? Like, or self harm or I anything? I mean, like I definitely that? think that certain songs trigger wanting to use. I mean, I don't have any desire to use, you know, but, uh, you know, there's songs by Juice World, like R.I.P., you know, where he talks about being on blow and perks and whatever um and can't help be like damn those were the days you know you, not the days don't that. romanticize the drugs. Sorry, i know we're not <laughs> but like do you have those feelings did you ever hear yeah it? i mean when i would listen to the music i would be like oh yeah like you know those parties were wild or just like thinking back and starting to romanticize and then i'm like oh no and then i listened to something like a team by uh ed sheeran where it's about a girl who's on heroin and she just starts to lose herself basically. Hmm. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So that's actually what being on drugs is like. I remember now. <laughs> I, re- I remember that. It's a great yeah. trip down memory lane. Do you think so, Scott? Like, do you think 
Like, I don't have personal experience with it, but it's got to be a contributing factor. I mean, music can make you feel anything that you want to feel. You just find the right song to push that button, mm-hmm. and you know, you hit play on the song, you're hitting play on those feels too. Yeah. So, if you want to get like, I think about I watched that Lil Peep documentary on Netflix. Okay. And I don't know who, who that is. He's another person who died from yeah, drugs. drugs. He would, okay. yeah. um, He's a, a rumble rapper. <laughs> <laughs> a rumble rapper. Yeah, but I mean, his his style was kind of like uh, not revolutionary, but it was very different, and it it changed a lot of the game. Like you hear a lot of bands and artists now that kind of are piggybacking on that style that he just made for himself. But the content of his lyrics was literally just about how badly he was struggling. Really and struggling with his drug addictions and and how it was affecting his relationships, and he he wrote super openly about it. Um, I can't you know rattle off any lyrics for you because I don't listen to it that much, but yeah. it highly recommend the documentary whether you like him or not. I didn't really care for him. I knew who he was, didn't really give a shit, but mm-hmm. was told or not was told was somebody said to watch it, and then I ended up. What's like, it called? I don't know. Sure, <laughs> if you look up Lil Peep. It'll just L-I-L. pop up. Yeah. Going off that, someone who died around the same time, and he's a little controversial um, because there were some things out there. Maybe he'd be this ex-girlfriend, but whatever. Um, Extentation. Oh, yeah. His lyrics shot. were really deep. Is that, about it's spelled like X, X right? X, X, it's XXX. X, X, X. X. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember yeah. when he, when he, when he got shot. And like, there was a video of him getting shot. It was really sad. But his lyrics were a lot about self-harm and suicide and also you know getting out of that mindset and just about mental illness in general Mm -hmm. and so yeah he may like who knows if he did this terrible thing or not um but he also helped a lot of people you know Mm -hmm. i remember when he passed like my friends who are into rap music and stuff like that were like fucking in shock oh yeah they were like holy shit because a lot of rappers, um, you know, they. Well, that they surprises like... me. That's he. That's what he wrote. I don't know him. I, no. I I couldn't name a single fucking song. But it surprises me. That's what he wrote about. Because let's be honest, ninety nine percent of rappers rap about fucking Bentleys and smoking weed and big booty bitches. Sure. And I couldn't see like Kevin or no, not Kevin Gates because he does. <laughs> Snoop. Like, eh. I'll say Snoop Dogg rapping about being depressed and yeah i can't you know, see that I, no i don't and like you know wanting to kill himself mm-hmm. i should probably listen to this guy i, I like, like i, probably, I like him. yeah it's, like definitely, him. it's definitely worth it and then like, is that I'm, fucked up is that ahead. toxic of me i'm like yeah this guy thinks about killing himself i'm like i would probably <laughs> like his music then you know you're, you're yeah. just gaining perspective i mean <laughs> yeah. just gaining perspective and like with the little peep thing the point i was trying to make there was the way that he so openly talked about what he was going through it could make anyone also going through that would grasp onto that. There's no way you wouldn't grasp onto that and be like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm either not alone or this guy is doing a good job representing what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And whether that makes it worse or better, I mean, it goes yeah. either way. It depends on how bad you are and what kind of person you are, if you want to dig yourself out or not. But the music is there to represent what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And so. that's another thing. <laughs> going off with like juice world because he's kind of in the same um genre of music some of his songs are about like partying and you know kind of romanticizing drugs but then some of them are also about yo drugs are ruining my life and i think that's interesting that he gives both sides to it Mm -hmm. you know because yeah yeah i I think the word that i would use is not so much interesting i would use responsible 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, because you're telling both sides of the story. Yeah. You're telling about the good times and the bad. Because, you know? yeah, I mean, when I was on drugs, there were some days where I'm like, fuck, yeah, you know, when I'm on a three-day bender. And then when I'm sleeping for three days, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I fucking hate this. Get me out of it. So mm-hmm. I think that it's really relatable. Yeah. It's it's interesting, too, tying, of course, back into metal music. I mean, the Devil Wears Prada, <laughs> Devil Wears Prada just came out with that whole album, which is basically about them coming out of their fucking their drug addiction. Yeah. I mean, that, that song Chemical is about them addicted to drugs. <laughs> I mean, it's like, uh, what, is, what is the fucking lyric? It's like, uh, I got to look it up real quick. Kind of going off of this for a second. Have, I mean, if you think about it, like EDM shows and stuff are literally for drug use, too. I mean, if you're talking about that angle, not just like lyrics that are about drugs or whatnot, mm-hmm. but also music that encourages or that makes you feel good while you're on drugs. Oh, that, I don't know. yeah, the whole EDM scene. Yeah. Uh, I would say some of it probably Great. does encourage it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, by the way, that lyric um, in that song, Chemical, it's like, it goes, I want to scream, but it won't help. I've created my own hell and it's only chemical. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it's literally talking about like being chemically induced with drugs <laughs> and, you know, fucking hating everything. Or so. even like a chemical imbalance in your brain because of mental illness. Yeah, exactly. See, you can read it in different ways. Exactly. I just think, I think your mental fortitude has a lot to do with whether the music's going to affect you or not. I think like, okay, so the song that Bobby and I were listening to when we came in today and I said it. It got quiet for like a second. And I went, <laughs> oh, yeah. I went, oh, by the way, it's really fucking dark. The song's called um, Mindless, and it's by a band called Sworn In. And the breakdown right before the end of the song. <laughs> it's like almost embarrassing so to tell this. Over, it's so but... brutal. He says he's talking about he's at a, the lowest point of his life. <clears throat> he has a noose around his neck, and he's standing on a chair. And he says, one more step and down to hell I go. And then it drops into the breakdown. <laughs> now, I listen to that. Sarah's and- like, and I thought I was bad being a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you okay? Do you want me to go? <laughs> Do we have to pause? 5150 so, you. <laughs> so I listen to that. And I, I'm i like jamming to this breakdown. Because for me, him saying that would not put my brain in a place where I would feel that. But. For someone else who has those thoughts, who has those um, that struggle, could hear that and go, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." Yeah, heavy. I'm sorry, but no, like, no, it's no, it's like, true because I'm the same way with like some of our, you know, the music that you know we mutually listen to. You know, I'm like, there's some fucking obviously some dark ass shit, and it's like I hear that and I like appreciate it and I feel what they're feeling, but I've never, I don't divulge into i don't i don't go down the rabbit hole of like actually wanting to do that but like i can feel the pain you know what i mean and like that's what speaks to me is like wow like this guy is really trying to tell me or girl because fucking courtney is a savage okay (laughs) and her lyrics are fucking brutal um but you know i'm like this person's really trying to tell me like in depth Mm -hmm. what they're feeling and chester bennington is a huge example of that uh yeah spent his entire music career telling everybody what was going to happen. And and then everyone was still shocked. Do you know who that is, Sarah? No. It's the lead singer of Linkin Park. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Do you think that those songs encourage doing that? I think if you're already broken, it's it's going to encourage it, yeah. And it's not their fault. I'm not trying to pass any blame no, on the no, any no. artist. But I think um, 
you know, we touched on mental health before. I think, I think if you're already in that dark place, it's, it's very hard to get, get yourself out. Not saying it's not possible because I think anything's possible, but I think once you're there, you're going to find things that are going to continue to push you into that direction. Unfortunately, if you don't open the box, monsters won't get you, but There goes fucking Scott again. <laughs> there goes Mic Scott. Drop. Right? It's like our fifth one in this I'm, episode. Sorry, I, I'm also a writer, but yeah, I mean, there you go. So. Hit us with some lyrics, Scott. You want some? No, he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, thanks for asking. By the way, I have this new song. I always plug. You know what I mean? like, your your mom asked me yesterday. She's like, we don't have a guitar here. You're gonna you're not gonna be able to play on the podcast. I was like, that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> probably a good thing. Do you sing too? Yeah. Come on, with that wanna, voice. Do you want to serenade a little bit? <laughs> so did, uh, did he's I, like, no, I don't, <laughs> don't even, put me on the spot. So we've been chatting for a while. Like, so my parents, like, you know, when Scott, I told him that Scott was coming up. I was like, hey man, like, is it cool to my parents? I was like, can Scott crash here for one of the nights because it's easier to get to the airport and blah blah blah. And they were like, well, you know, we don't know who Scott is and blah blah blah. But if he's your friend, like, you know, and you vouch for him, like, you know, we trust, you know, this stranger essentially being in our house. And I was like, yeah, you never met Scott. And I'm like, oh wait, you did meet Scott when we were down when uh, me and my family were down in Ocean City for uh, vacation. Scott was fucking drunk as shit <laughs> and FaceTimed me while we were playing cards. I was playing cards with my family and Scott serenaded us over FaceTime. Yeah. He was drunk as fuck playing a guitar. Luckily I had a shirt on. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny. I was like, actually, you guys do know who Scott is. And they're like, oh, I was like, remember he played it. Uh, oh, that's Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Tell him you know my mom. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. I was like, uh, oh, yeah. I'll show you some videos of me singing later. I don't think I'm going to rip one on the mic (laughs) now Uh, let me ask you this did they have food ready for you when you got here three pots of food (laughs) sitting on the stove ready different different three different things yeah what were they chicken tortilla soup yeah yeah chicken taco sorry chicken tacos chicken taco soup uh mexican meatball soup yeah and chili and chili yeah, after that's he your mom. ate a, even after he ate a plate of cheese. And I had half a block of cheese <laughs> and pepperoni and pretzels. Yeah. And honestly, like uh And like we, four beers. And like four beers, yeah. But I got here and I also forgot about the FaceTime thing. Oh then, yeah. So I walk up, ring the doorbell, she goes, You look like Scott. And I'm like, Hey, nice to meet you. And she's like, Nice to actually meet you. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. So <laughs> I was fucked was, up. That at one least time. at least the ice was a little bit broken. <laughs> but like the nicest fucking people in the world. Yeah. It's instantly like, what do you want? You want a beer? We don't know how long Bobby's gonna be, but like, let's hang out. Yeah. And then your dad made me cry in like seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so I was at work when Scott showed up, and as soon as uh, I got in the door, I was like, "Yo, man, what's up?" I hug. I was like, "Yo, everything good, man?" Because I was at work for a couple hours, you know. And uh, I was like, "Everything good?" Like you set up. He's like, "Yeah, man, it's great." You know, I've fucking eating a whole plate of cheese and pretzels i've had a couple beers and your dad made me cry already so it's fucking going great and i was like well it was either your dad i i tell you it's funny because i was at work and i texted him i was like hey like i'm gonna be getting done soon like did you make it to the house okay and he didn't answer for like 20 minutes i'm like all right he's either in like a deep conversation with my dad or he's fucking drunk already or both (laughs) and i was like okay then i came here and he's four beers deep in a deep conversation with my dad i'm like all right well it was the third one (laughs) yeah your dad your dad's got uh, a lot of knowledge he's a great great dude i 
great you, guy. You're, you're gonna well, you're gonna bring him down here for a show. You have to. I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like we thought it was just gonna be me and you talking and Sarah just fucking off in the corner. But yeah. well, if my was. dad comes down, it's gonna be me and Sarah fucking off in the corner. My dad just going on a rant. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But That's um, true. do you feel left out, Sarah? No. Good. All right. Sarah don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> I really don't. I don't care about anything. And she's like, whatever, dude. It's like but. the running joke at my work. Because I'm just like, nah, whatever. If things get done and nothing dies, then it's cool. And everyone's like, you just don't care. And I was like, like mm-hmm. nah, whatever. On to the next one. So um, I do want to ask this final question as to both of you. If you were to be in a band, what band? Or like if you were like an artist of some sort, like what what or who would you want to be, Sarah? Or we'll go. See, yeah, we'll go, Sarah. Ladies first. Well, like, if that's the case, Scott. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll let my hair down. <laughs> I'll let my hair. Down. And Sarah's like kind of a dude, so um, I'm like a dude with a vagina. This is very, very true. <laughs> I mean, I was already in that worship band. Remember? So. Oh, <laughs> you're in a worship band. Yeah. Oh, did you not make it no, to that episode yet? I, no, I missed. I, missed. I, I was on a, yet. I'm sorry. I was on a CD. That's when incredible. I was like eight years old, yeah, they like sold it at Tower Records and Barnes and Noble and everything. Yeah. Anyways, so you were in a worship band. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. So, anyways, fuck that. Um, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> this is epic. And then I became a drug addict. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, That's kind of so- how that goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the the proper sequence of events. Normal. You know, like grow up in a nice family. You know, <laughs> sing on a fucking worship record do heroin <laughs> like, that's how that goes um i don't know i'm like the worst person to ask this question to because i don't i don't know but like so like if you could pick and even if it's just like an idol or someone that you're like like an are obviously an artist you know what i mean someone you're like oh man i think it'd be really cool to be here you know like fucking billy eilish or something like that oh that's disgusting i don't know dude i'm just I trying to be progressive i don't really look up to anyone other than myself <laughs> but i can't do one episode without you being super fucking conceited you know <laughs> i love it i love it no i mean i like uh nikki heaton and i like rihanna rihanna rihanna's cool yeah yeah i mean Nikki Heaton's hot as fuck too. Yeah, so. I and I like her music. I'll show you her later. <laughs> that's the, literally that's the tattoo I have is because like her saying is "natural born killers," so it's NBK, and I got like the ugliest NBK tattoo because my friend and I are always like, "Oh, that's like, you know, being a bad bitch, mm-hmm. natural born killer," and so we got it when we were really drunk, and the guy was on drugs when he gave it to us, so. Another great Sarah story. Well, you guys were talking about your music tattoos. I feel like I should throw mine in there. Only Bobby. I haven't said anything about mine. <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I have my left arm. I don't know if you know this, Bobby, but my left arm is specifically just music tattoos. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. All of them. Well, all except for one. But yeah. Oh, shit. The hummingbird is for my grandmother, and the rest of them are all music tattoos. Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Scott, what band would you yeah. be in? I, I would... I really want to be like in being as an ocean. I just I love that band so yeah. much. I the way that um, the way that Joel writes and the direction that they're taking their music. Like I said, a little bit more progressive, a little bit more electronic influence into it, but still keeping the core of what they came up from a little bit alive. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a lot of fun because you have to think about music for bands specifically. You have to think about it as a as a discography as like their entire catalog 
when you go see that band live, they're not playing the most recent record, and that's fucking it. Like, yeah, you're gonna hear. All right, so you go see Bring Me the Horizon, which I think most of your listeners would know who that band is, like yeah. the biggest band in the world right now. Yeah. They're going to play Obey, which is like a new song that they just put out. It's got young blood in it. It's very, you know, trendy. Yeah. It's good. I like it. And then they could turn around and play my favorite song by them, which is another moment where I've been standing in a crowd, hear this song, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking cry. In a trance, yeah. yeah. And it's called Can You Feel My Heart? And the beginning of that song... He hasn't even said a word yet and the song drops and i'm it's pouring rain i'm in tampa florida <laughs> <laughs> um red lights everywhere pouring rain like i said i'm standing there and i'm just looking into the sky feeling the music so would that be cool to be on stage for that and in that band fuck yeah that would be mm. incredible i would always want to be a part of that um being as an ocean kind of gives me that vibe too for some of their songs but I'm getting all over the place now. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> but, uh, but like going back to my point that I was making, like the catalog as a whole, when you go see a band live or you, you know, whatever, you listen to them on your iPod and you hit shuffle, you're going to get their old stuff. You're going to get their new stuff. You're going to get their good songs. You're going to get their bad songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that people need to think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's a band called hundredth that they did a 180. <laughs> they literally, yeah. they were a hard, hardcore band turned around said we don't want to fucking make hardcore anymore and now they're a shoegazy band <laughs> and they okay. fucking make like really ambient like guy sings like this and, uh, okay. and i just wrecked the tables <laughs> <laughs> and uh he said in an interview he's like for all of our hardcore fans that are going to be pissed off about our new direction he's like we're never playing those songs live again by the way holy shit that's big yeah it's big for a band what made you like- famous yeah, you don't know how that's going to go. You could totally lose. botch your yeah. career. Oh, yeah. Huge, <laughs> huge risk. And, and, and they're doing fine. I've but seen they're them. following their hearts. Right. That's exactly it. I've seen them live since, and they played just the new stuff. They didn't fucking blink at the old music. And it's good music. But he said in that interview, he said, we're not fucking playing those songs ever again. If you're upset, go on Spotify and listen to the old music. It's wow. still there for you. Wow. It's still there for you. I can see that dude's balls from here. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) know He gets out of bed in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Right? So, but think about it that way. Like, especially now in this digital information era, like, everything's available to you at all times. Yeah. So, if there's something that you used to like and you don't like the way the band went this time, fucking cool. Listen to the old shit. Like, whatever you want to do. Yeah. So. I like um, that. I don't remember why I started making that point. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, who cares? That's why we have a podcast. We do whatever the fuck we want. That's right. Yeah. So, same question to you, Bobby. Yeah, who's your band? That's, architects? No. Ad, oddly enough, uh, I would not want to be an architects because I would fucking, I would ruin it. I, I wouldn't, I don't have, even if we're, you know, obviously the question is based off the fact that you have talent. You know, it's like implying the fact that you have talent enough to be in a band. Um, or be an artist, uh, which I don't. Um, but I feel like Architects is too perfect to me that I feel like if I was in it, I wouldn't. I could never live up to what they've already accomplished. I would probably the next band that comes to me, which oddly isn't even my second favorite band, which is Era. But um, I would probably say August Burns Red mm. because one, they're local; they're from Lancaster. Um, two, I am the fucking lead singer's twin. You um, are. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I look fucking just like the dude, but, um, like their music uh, and you talk about like 
their whole catalog of like their music their music is very like high pace high energy you know what i mean and i remember seeing them live i've seen them live uh, one two i think like three three times i think and like their shows are fucking incredible and it's just it's nonstop. it's the whole fucking time and like who i am as a person like at a show is I'm that person who gets everyone pumped the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm in the pit. It doesn't matter. I'm going after it. Like you want to crowd surf? Cool. You don't have a choice. You're crowd surfing. It does not <laughs> surprise me one bit that yeah. Bobby's the fucking hype man. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> me and Mike. It's me and Mike. It's me yeah. and Mike. We're we're out there. You know, Mike has a name for it. It's called involuntary crowd surfing. You don't have a choice. You're going up and you're crowd surfing, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike's also missing a shoe as he's yeah, putting it. Yeah, Mike's missing a shoe. Half his shirt's fucking ripped off and got in for free somehow. You know, like that, <laughs> that's just Mike. You know, but um, you know, so like. They're the way that August Burns Red like brings that energy, like and that style of music. Like I feel like if I was on stage, I would be able to provide. I can keep up with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm able to do that, and I'm also the fucking lead singer's twin. I can't wait to fucking meet him. I have to meet him because I'm gonna like you know that Spider Man meme where they're like yeah, both pointing at, each, point other. at each other. Like it's gonna happen. Yeah. You know that's what's gonna happen. Aren't they named after a dog? Are they? I think August was the name of one of the uh band members dogs oh or something like that i'll look it up all right were we'll they amish since they came from lancaster <laughs> that's the only thing she knows about lancaster because lancaster pennsylvania has a lot of amish people but no they are not amish i actually went there the other week i made my boyfriend take me and i was like i just need to see the amish did you see any? Yeah, they had like the horse and buggies, and I yeah. was like in awe. Like, <laughs> I was like, it. I need to go sightseeing. Oh my god, it was gosh. pretty dope. More power to those people for sticking to that. Yeah, they don't have metal, which totally sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sucks for them. <laughs> Whatever. Don't, they don't have metal. Yeah, fuck them. They can't mosh. Uh, Imagine this. Imagine like Amish showed up to like a fucking metal co- metalcore show mm-hmm. and just moshed harder than fucking everyone, and we're just like, holy shit! Would, these what, savages came out of nowhere, literally. <laughs> what is it called when like when they're teenagers and they get Rum Springer? Thank oh, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. They get like yeah. six weeks or something, right? They, no, if I'm not mistaken, you can go as long as you want, and then oh, shit. yeah, and it like if you come back, then you're done. But you're, if you stay, yeah, you're locked in. But if you fucking leave, Rum Springer. There's a fucking great movie called Sex Drive that talks about Run Springer a lot. It's fucking hilarious. But um, yeah. I guess on that note, I, I feel like Scott has done a great job as our first guest. <laughs> I hope so, man. I don't know. No, you did fucking awesome. We're super thankful yeah, for you coming That was a fun up. episode. I'm having fun. Yeah. I could keep going, but I, I know our listeners are probably like, dude, shut the fuck y'all, up. Y'all say the word metal one more fucking time. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I'm not going to listen to these fucking assholes, you know? But, uh, Scott, I just want to thank you so much for coming up here. Uh, it was super awesome. I so much fun recording. Um, Jesus, we could dive into 20 different other topics with you, mm. which maybe we will do. Who we knows? might. Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple more days up here. Yeah, so. exactly. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you coming up and uh, doing this with us. Uh, on that note, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Irregular Podcast. Uh, feel free to follow my personal as well. At Yo Bob, E Y O O O underscore B O B. My Instagram is at Sarah J B S A R A H J I B E E. 
Scott. Oh, I get to plug my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah you get to plug yourself. Yeah, the girls need to know because they're gonna be like, "Ooh, his voice." Got to put a face to the voice. Yeah, definitely. It's at Pirate Jesus, so Pirate and then J E E Z U S underscore. There you go, guys. Make sure to join our Facebook group too. Every every day we are posting some shit in there that's probably off the charts. And then uh, every Thursday is when we will record or will we will post our episodes as well. So make sure you like, subscribe, download. Um, downloads and subscriptions are huge. It helps us grow um, and helps us push forward and continue to do this. Um, on that note, we'll see you next Thursday. Love you guys.